All right. This may sound silly, but I want you to name the three positive things you tell yourself every day. Not getting anywhere, am I right? Well, if you can't think of anything, I'll tell you. Number one, you're enough. Being enough means that you carry so much worth. You're enough to save. You're enough to live. You're enough to be loved. Number two, you're belonging. And when I say that, I mean that you're such an important part of not just someone's life, but life itself. I mean, let's face it, if you didn't mean much, you wouldn't be born in the first place. But you're here because of your importance. And number three, you're perfect the way that you are, meaning that you don't have to try and be someone else. Embrace yourself and all your qualities. Anyone and everyone all have traits that lead up to the human that you are. Hi, I'm Mr. Joseph, and you're listening to episode four on You Matter Officially. In complete opposite of last week's episode, today is all about positivity and what you can do to maintain it in your life. We're going to dive right into how you can kick out those negative thoughts for good, so be sure to stick around to find out more. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but when we were younger, we didn't care about who we were. Okay, well, I'll rephrase. When we were younger, there was no one to compare ourselves to. Well, okay, there was that occasional person down the street, you know, that neighbor who would own a lot more toys than you and you were super jealous and they just always had that face that was like, try to catch me if you can. Yeah, okay, I get it. There's that person. But generally speaking, we didn't care. We would run around. We would sing songs. We would make friends. We would create memories that we reminisce on in our lives today. And it's so funny because... When we grew up, we never got to choose kind of how we would look like. We never got to decide on what our personality was going to be. We never got to choose who our family members were going to be or who our friends were. Well, we can choose friends, but in the long run, you know, the people that you grew up in school with, you never chose kind of, oh, I want to go to this school and I want to, you know, have these kind of friends. It just kind of came. And it's crazy because we were okay with that when we were younger, when we were kids. And if there was nothing bad about the state that we were in, like if we came in a completely privileged place, and I'm not saying you had to be rich to be privileged, like if you were actually in a place where you were happy and content, we never cared about just who we were. We never faulted ourselves. We never blamed ourselves for anything wrong that happened in our life. It was never our fault. It was just something that we'd cry about, but then we'd go back to, you know, singing songs and playing around the play structure the next day. And it's crazy because things like that, they couldn't stick. If things tried to hit us and make us down, it would never stay. I thought about this the other day and I was wondering just what it was that we couldn't hold on to that for the rest of our lives. But I mean, I get it at the same time because... We grow, we get older, puberty starts, bullies apparently are relevant, and just all this stuff happens, and situations kind of cause us to view ourselves in terrible places, and there are people whose words attacks us, and we always try to have this, you know, this barrier around us that makes us seem like what people say don't hurt, but in reality it does, and it's terrible. But when we were children, it was somehow easier to be happy always and to not just look at things as though it was the worst. It's hard because viewing yourself is so important to us now because 
that's when I guess we're more aware of who we are and what we've turned out to be. I'll give you an example. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people, not all people, because there's the opposite in some cases, but there are a lot of people that when they look at like little kid photos of them, or just like when they're growing up and they're like, oh man, I was so cute. What happened? And everything. And uh, that is kind of funny in a way because it was when we didn't care and we didn't pay attention and we didn't try that we tended to look better than us who are now trying as hard every day. But it's weird. We're talking about destructing negative thoughts for this episode today. And just the idea of negative thoughts in itself, the process of people who try to find the worst in everything relating to themselves, where did this all come from when you think about it? Where did this all generate from? Because it's not supposed to be a thing where you look negative about yourself that automatically defines who you are. It's not supposed to be something where, oh yeah, I'm kind of in a negative state right now, but that's okay because that's who I am. We can definitely have negative things for stuff around us. We can definitely look at something sketchy, um, you know, going to a certain place without your parents' permission. Have kind of a negative thought about that or even someone who's acting rude. You could definitely think kind of, oh, well, they're not really acting as great and stuff. That's not a positive thing in this case. It's kind of viewing it in a negative way just so that it's a safer thing for yourself. But as soon as it's something towards us, it's harder to let go of because that becomes our habitation. It becomes something that we're default to. It becomes our nature. Thinking negatively towards yourself is pretty much all that you can think of the worst things. And then it'll be the littlest things that makes you think that that is a result of who you are. I didn't do well on this math test. That's just because I am not intelligent and I am a failure and whatever I try to do good at, it will never succeed and all this. Or even as hard as I study, I won't pass just because I can't. I I really can't. When I was younger, actually, so I never had a negative thought towards myself when I was really young, but when I was younger, I used to always have this thing where I always said, I can't. I always said I can't. I used to have temper tantrums a lot and uh, they were like really hard and like weird and everything. But but I used to say I can't a lot. And I remember that feeling. I physically remember it. And I think the reason why I kind of said this was because like there was no hope and there was nothing in me that could succeed in that level. My dad used to give us all piano lessons and when things were getting hard and I just couldn't understand stuff, which is normal. You're not going to get it on the first day, but I guess I had thought that when you took lessons, you would automatically be like a genius or something. I would say, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It was just because I couldn't do it right then. And uh, even growing up, like I was, I, I can't do math and I was terrible at math. I struggled with it. The thing was, I had always thought that when you receive help or when someone provides you with teaching, you're just automatically going to get it and you're going to be a genius and you're just going to go in there and excel. So whenever someone, mom would help me with math or my older sister would, and 
they'd go through a problem and whenever I would try to say, okay, so is this the answer? And they'd be like, no, not necessarily. Then I would get overly frustrated and then I'd automatically just throw the books down and say, I can't. And if they're like, no, Esther, you can't. Just try again. And I'm like, no, I can't. It's over. It's done. And I'd be crying because I really think it was because like, I just thought you'd get it in like the first few moments. And I think because when things are easier for you to get and needing less time for in comparison to things where you need more time for you just think that like I just thought that it was the thing where everything that I tried in I would just get it so you couldn't really teach me how to play basketball I just kind of learned because I loved it and stuff so I could do that so I thought okay well if you don't need to teach me in basketball well then you don't need to teach me in math but then I needed help in math so I was like oh okay but just give me a little help and then I'll get it. And then I tried and it just don't, didn't work. And so then that just resulted in me saying I can't to everything. <laughs> it would be frustrating. Um, and I used to say I can't for like a lot of stuff. And it was like I just couldn't believe myself to change. I was frustrated with myself. I was frustrated with everybody saying, okay, you know, you need to change. You need to just do this again. Just practice it. Now it's the thing where it, <laughs> I, uh, I try my hardest to, I, I haven't said I can't a lot because now I realize I'm more aware that if I can't do something now, that just means that I need to take more time on it. Stuff that I wish that it would probably take less time, I need more time on. And so now like, it's just a thing where I'm stubborn and I'm like, oh, well, I, I, I won't spend enough time on it. I'll just give up. But I don't say it as often, but there will be the occasional time where I can't comes in. And that's just mainly me being stubborn and not wanting to spend more time on it. But saying I can't is a negative thought because we can all do everything, but it will take practice. I was talking to a friend of mine actually the other day, uh, a few days ago, and we were talking about like skills and stuff and if you could practice skills and she believed so but it was something where you have to have patience for it and you also have to kind of have a passion for it if it's something where you don't necessarily see yourself doing in the future then you know you won't really achieve that skill because you don't really want to but if it's a goal that you really want to send and you really want to be the next person who whoever it is that's inspiring you to do it then you can really achieve that goal by practicing and practicing and practicing because everything is achievable. We just got to want to achieve it. So saying you can't in this case is wrong. It's incorrect and it's a negative thought. But that's for the practical things. Like someone saying I can't fly. I mean, yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> I can't turn invisible when I want to. You can't, okay? <laughs> But, like, things that you can be not 100% great in, but you can pass things. Like, math for me was a struggle my whole life, but if I tried, I wouldn't fail it. <laughs> and so, um, which was great, I would pass. But that was me actually saying that I could, you know, and it's not easy, but it definitely gets better when you kind of give yourself that mentality. When you view yourself with a positive attitude, that changes perspectives on everything. 
there are some people in life that are so happy and so bubbly and you got to look at them and be like, man, well, you can either look at them in two things. Um, I think the two ways that you can look at them was the two ways that I actually looked at them at the start and then how I look at them now. The first way is in a very positive way. Like, wow, they're so bubbly. I love them for it. You know, their personality is golden. They radiate happiness always. They're just a ray of sunshine. We need more people like them in the world. That's how I view bubbly people now. But there's another way of looking at it, how I used to view bubbly people that's like, man, they're they're so happy. It's actually annoying. It makes me sick. Like, they don't understand anything about life and everything. How dare they come in and say that everything will be better? That's such a cliche thing. I hate when they say that. I just want them to go away. They're, they're so annoying. <laughs> that's how I viewed um, them back then. And I think that that's like the two ways that you approach bubbly people. But it's interesting because it's like, how did they achieve being that bubbly? They realize that stuff in life happens that you can't control, but how they view what happens in life is what makes the difference. So viewing themselves and seeing great things about themselves is what helps them so that they can radiate happiness in someone else's life and they can pour out things. It's, I realize this, like what people give out, whether it be encouragement, happiness, you know, motivation, all of them relate in the sense of it's because they've been through something and they've been somewhere so that when they overcame it, they just couldn't keep it to themselves. It overflowed. How selfish it would be actually to get something in life and go through something and not express it. And the way that we are as humans, we always express things, even if we don't make it, even if we don't overcome it, I meant to say. Like, Expressing yourself can be, you know, in any shape or form. It can be in your performance of how you are through arts. It can be through dance. It can be through music. It can be through song. It can be through writing. It can be through acting, but it can also be through playing sports. It can also be through creating design. It can also be through, you know, um, engineering and like programming and stuff. It can also be through all these stuff. So, Expressing yourself is something that humans have to have. It is part of our lives. Everybody has that. Whether or not they think it's expression, it is expression. It can even be through like communicating with someone, talking to someone. And so whatever you put out will always leave an effect on whoever sees what you put out or hears what you put out or just takes from it. So for the people who are always having something to say, which is like in a positive way, it's because they've been through things that they kind of want to show. And even if people have been through the worst things, they want to tell people to caution them so that nobody else does that. So in a way, we're all kind of helping each other. How does this relate to negative thoughts and positive thoughts here? It relates because nothing will motivate you if you're not motivated by yourself. If you don't look at things like, oh, well, I want to help that person out, there's no positivity there. If you don't want to help anyone out, can you be positive? No, you can't. So whether we think about it or are aware of it or not, there is a lot of positivity and positive thoughts in us when we want to express something, when we want to tell someone something, when we want to caution somebody of something. Whenever my dad would always kind of tell me, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. 
um, I would get so annoyed by it because I mean, and everyone can relate to this. I find anything. It can be the littlest things. Dad will walk into the room. Um, I have a dad who, I don't know who can relate, but if he'll walk, he won't walk into your room without noticing something wrong. Like if you're like, hi dad, what's up? And he's like, Hey, uh, that window should be closed. You always do that. You need to close that window or "Mm, the curtains need to do this, or you need to clean this. You need to do that. He'll always be that guy. Um, it could get annoying sometimes, but why would he do that? Why would he say that? Why would he waste his time doing it? Cause like he cares, he cares about us. If the window was left open during the cold, then, you know, cold could enter our room and we could get sick. And it's just because my dad loves us is why he does it. And so even if sometimes like where I get really annoyed, I know that like his plan isn't to annoy me. He's not going like, oh, I'm going to go to Esther's room just to see how she is. And then I'm just going to ignore, I'm annoy her and all that. That isn't the plan. It's just because he wants to caution me. He wants to make sure that I don't repeat something so that in the future, you know, I can help someone else out. So there has to be positivity in him to want to do this. There has to be a positive thinking of sending love towards his daughter in order to want to kind of caution her. And to tell her what to do, what not to do. If he didn't care and if he saw me do something that he knew what the consequence would be, he wouldn't warn me about it. And he wouldn't say anything and then I would get in trouble or I would get hurt. But because he tells me this and it may sound as annoying as it is, but like he does it because he cares about me. So there has to be positivity in that. How that starts though, it starts with you. And I know that can sound really weird. I know that can sound like it doesn't start with you. You don't have to be positive towards yourself in order to be positive towards someone else. Okay, but you can believe in yourself in order to be positive to someone else. I never thought that, I mean, I thought it kind of maybe like just a little bit of doing something like this where I would, you know, make a podcast weekly, trying to be weekly. Sorry, I skipped last week, but just to encourage people and uh there has to be kind of a trust and belief in me that I can do it you do something and you put it out and be like okay yeah I'm doing this because like anything that you anything that you want to do in this case anything if someone's interested in fashion designing if someone's interested in makeup and hairdressing if someone's interested in you know sports and stuff just stuff that makes you happy automatically lets you be positive and then when you do that you want to help people and that's the belief in yourself if you don't think that you are able to fulfill that task you're not about to do it but if you do it that's obviously because you have this sort of you know this belief in yourself that you can and that's what you stick to and that's a really positive outlook in your life that's something that you really think that you can so that's really something where you lift yourself up in this case for that situation So positive thinking, how can we achieve positive thinking? How does that go on? It varies for different people and it can be the same thing for most people at the same time. It can be both. I said what helped me a lot was um, waking up every day and telling myself that I was fearfully and wonderfully made in the mirror, which was terrible at the beginning, like I've always said. And it was, I think it made me more mad than actually motivated me. And it was a lie uh, that I thought it was um, and all that. 
but it eventually worked out. I don't, um, I actually, there was a friend that asked me if I do this anymore. I don't do it anymore because I don't have to. And I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm really, really happy about that. The fact that I don't have to wake up and say that because number one, I know it, but even if some days where I don't feel as though I am, I can still be happy and content with myself and not have to feel terrible and not have to, you know, feel low about myself. There are people who, how they feel better about themselves and how they can achieve positive things is when they have friends or family members or just anyone who they surround themselves with people who can pour out positivity in them. So that soon they're with so much positivity that everybody's told them that they begin to start to believe it or begin to even see it like, oh, you know, they might be right in terms of these things. Um, And that's totally okay. I've realized that's totally acceptable and okay to start to kind of shift your views on yourself because sometimes we think we know ourselves, but sometimes we need other people to let us know more about ourselves. When my sisters really helped me out, they told things about me that I was kind of like, oh man, I never even thought about that before, but I guess that's true. And it was positive things. And I think at that point, at that time, I didn't want to hear that, but it was for greater good. And so don't be afraid to, to anyone who's going through, like when people tell them good things, don't be afraid to kind of shift your thinking and and accept it because you, you can't accept it. You know, they wouldn't be saying this if it wasn't true. They've been hanging around with you enough to know that you are these things. Um, there's that, there are people who, in order to let positivity come in, they need to let people go because as the saying goes, life is like an elevator. Sometimes you have to stop and let people off as you get higher. And so sometimes their main source of positivity is going away from people who make them feel terrible about themselves. It might even be the people who don't even say anything, but their body language says stuff. Their body language screams that they're not okay. And so it's very important to when people kind of distance themselves, either physically or on social media, anybody who, you know, and it helps. It's so much, it very much so helps when you tell yourself, you know, I want to get away from people who drag me down. I want to get away from people who make me feel worthless. I want to kind of just distance myself. And you know what you need and you know what you don't need. And I think that's a great thing. A great thing to achieve is when you, as you get older, you kind of get more aware of who you are and you really feed for yourself. You tell yourself, okay, I want this in my life. I don't want this in my life. And that's great. Like, it's okay to do that. It's okay to do that. It's such a relief because yeah, no one knows you better than you know yourself. So for some people, it's that. For other people, it's what they do that makes them happy, that kind of gives them the difference. But there is something that we all, that we all, that we all can do. Something that we all are good at. Something that we all are good at. I don't know how much I have to underline this and stretch this for it, but something, we all have something that we're good at. And <laughs> this may sound totally petty or whatever, but if you were to take something that you're really good at and kind of doubt yourself for being good at it, but compare yourself to someone who doesn't, who's not as good, it kind of makes you feel better. And I'm not encouraging you all to be, you know, overconfident and super vain and, and mean and being like, yeah, well, they wish they were us. No, but it's just something where like, if people are to ever doubt that, you know, drawing or just anything 
that they do isn't as great as someone else, okay, but think about someone who absolutely can't, like, it's specific people who have to do specific things, who's, you have to have a mind for things, you have to have a passion for things, and you have to have a skill for things, it's great to be able to find out that, hey, you know what, like, I may not do most things, but I have a passion for this, and that's really nice, and that's something that I like about myself, what I encourage a bunch of people to do is to think of negative, uh, whoa, to think of positive things about yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to think about positive things about yourself. It's kind of like what we did in the beginning of this episode. And if there are people who actually had like positive things, that's great. But the, I've read somewhere where the most like difficult question to answer is what do you like about yourself? In the past, like, I've been asked that and I really didn't know or I just didn't want to say because that made me feel sort of superior in a way which that is not true that's ridiculous if you feel superior just from saying something that you like about yourself that's not true at all you need to take pride in what you like about yourself and it can be something what you do or it can be something of how what you say or it can just be something that you know you show anything about yourself that you like about yourself is something that you can be happy about. Once you maintain that positivity, what you like about yourself, you wake up and you tell yourself that every morning. I guarantee you it will make the difference and it will make you feel all happy and just so, so great about yourself. It really will. It will relieve the stress. It will take away all the burdens and it'll make you look at life in such a way that's like, it's kind of an interesting journey where it's like, I don't know what's next. I don't even know what's coming like five minutes from now, but you know, at least I'm this person and I'm glad of who I am. And if things don't work out, I can be able to look at them and kind of wonder what it is that I can do that can make the difference and all that, you know, surround yourself with positive people. Always look at positive things and just reflect on your life and think of the good. There have been many people that had been through terrible, terrible, like really terrible stuff that they don't deserve. And when I thought about those things, it's like, how can you, how can you tell them anything positive when every day hasn't been great? How can you say things will go okay? It will all be okay when like you don't even know yourself. I'm sure we all have a friend who Things have been piling from bad to worse, from bad to worse, and it seems to go only downhill from there. So I think that the worst thing they would want to hear is everything's going to be okay because, okay, like, where's the proof in that? But I've been actually telling people who've been through really terrible stuff to actually think back on anything good. What made you smile? Was there anything today that you laughed about? Is there anything that keeps you going? Why, not in a mean way, but why are you still here? What what means of importance it is for you to still be here? There's obviously something that makes you still wake up another day. And what is that? And when they begin to think about it, because when you... Now, this is going to sound complete. This is probably a very debatable topic right here, the sentence that I'm about to give. Nothing is terribly bad that you have to end your whole life for. Nothing. Nothing. And I know that people debate on that because their lives have been living hell. And I get that. And I know that 
some lives are just worse than others. But if we were supposed to have everything bad, I highly believe that we wouldn't even be on this earth. I believe that we would just be a speck of dust floating around that can easily be stepped on because it has no purpose. I believe that we wouldn't have to be with anybody. I believe that we wouldn't have anybody. I believe that we wouldn't have access to food and water. I believe that we wouldn't have access to the very breath of life. I really believe that because if things were really, really bad that we would have to kill ourselves in, why would we all even be here after like the first day? But I feel as long as there's a sun, as long as there's beauty, as long as there is, you know, people, there is hope, as long as there's still love, as long as there, as long as you can find stuff in the littlest places, that means that that's still there and that means that there is hope. Our whole lives, you know, are different and some some people live to be really long and some people don't, unfortunately. But if you can't tell yourself what's going to happen the day next, the next day, how can you tell yourself that you know that you need to give up right now when your life isn't even over yet? So with all of the people that go through like the worst worst situations ever that I I very much so am very sorry about it and I sympathize and I'm here for I kind of suggest to look at the littlest things the little kind of beads of light because in each struggling life there is something that makes them happy something that kind of motivates them to keep going there is always something in anyone's life it can be a certain person that they see at the bus stop. It can be a video that they watch. It can be, you know, a song that they listen to. It can be a book that they read. It can be anything. And once you kind of get that inside, then you look at it as a source of, well, that's kind of my happiness. And I, and then you ask yourself, Will I be willing to give that up? And if you're not willing to give that little source of happiness up, then that means that that source of happiness was made on purpose for you to find a purpose in the life that you're going through right now. That means that you can find a little positivity in just that little beam of light. That means that whatever you're going through, once you default to that, There's always a bit of hope and you know in the slightest way that things will get better just because you hold on to that and just because you're not willing to give it up and you're not willing to give yourself up because you always wake up the next day just to go back to that. That's what that all means. So it's very positive to keep something. Sometimes it's not even telling yourself, oh, I'm beautiful, I'm wonderful, I'm gorgeous, I'm this, I'm smart, I'm that, I'm blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it's not even that that makes the difference. Sometimes, you know, it's good to have that. And for some people, they have to do that. And it's good. <laughs> it's really good. But for some people, it's keeping the littlest, happiest things. Because that's what puts the smile on their face. 
having positivity, it makes the same effect no matter what you do. It leaves you with a smile on your face. It doesn't leave you sour and it leaves you healthier and it doesn't leave you with any negativity in your mind for that moment. So whatever makes you happy and whatever you can tell yourself makes the difference. But it doesn't even have to be that for people who really don't think that about themselves. Which they shouldn't because I always encourage people to tell themselves good things. If at any moment of time you kind of need someone to tell you tell you like what the good is in you, I'm always here. And I'm not trying to be like a creepy person and try to like, okay, let me read your poems and be like, oh, you have a heart for others. No, I'm not that person. I don't do that. But if there's at any time like anyone needs to kind of okay, I want, like, someone to tell me, like, what is it about me? You know, what's the good in me? I'm always here. Because there are people, and I I don't think that it's just me, there are people that are in this world who are observers of others and who can really depict, I think that's the word I'm looking for, really kind of pull out something that's a really great trait in each person. And I love to do that. There are people who are, like, very passionate about it. And I'm one of them. I love to do that. I'm very passionate about that. I love to look at, like, all my friends and and see different elements of what makes them so special and what makes them so great. Because I know that for all of us, like, we're told that we're all special. But I feel like, you know, we owe it to ourselves to kind of know, in what way am I special? And that's not, like, a vain thing. It's not anything that we should be kind of secretive about. I think it's great to want to know just what exactly are we so special about because then that makes you even happier and you notice that trait and you're like the fact that I didn't even know what that was and someone else saw that for me wow I'm really you know doing this in someone else's life and that that makes so much more positivity and it makes your like everyone's world brighter and everything like that so telling yourself positive things eliminating negative things in your life and holding on to the happiness inside whatever form whatever shape whoever it is that can really make the difference and that can really help you maintain positivity in your life Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode on You Matter Officially. If at any time you need anyone to talk to, I am always here. Make sure you tune into next week's episode as we explore the topic of anxiety and what exactly is it. If you haven't already listened to last week's episode as we talked about depression and what was that, thank you so much. My name is Esther Joseph and I will see you next week.